and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. If you're new to our channel, subscribe, get involved in the comment section down below and drop a like on this episode. Delighted to be joined by Holly from Holly's Hotspur. We've had you on last season. You were probably sort of at the end of your tether with Spurs, but now I guess you've kind of got a bit of a smile on your face already. So that probably paints a, a picture of, of how you're feeling right now. So how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks. Like I say, thank you uh, for having me on again. I really enjoyed it last time. Um, like like you said, yeah, I was a bit stressed and, and at the end of my rope last time. Uh, it's a, things are a little bit better at the moment, so no, thank you. Definitely. So we'll sort of go back to sort of like the start of the season. So I always like to, especially for like Villa fans that are mainly watching, to get a bit of an understanding about what's going on at Tottenham, etc. And, you know, like I've just mentioned, before Poskakoglu, it was very grim. The football was not so great. You were, you know, sort of languishing, sort of mid-table-ish in the Premier League, albeit that you finished eighth. So, you know, that's not where Spurs have been in recent years. They've been in Champions League finals. They've been, you know, challenging at the higher end of the Premier League. So, how has the shift now at the start of this season been going into sort of the, the, the big Ange era? You know, how is the fan base feeling and what's the vibe around Spurs? Well, it's definitely a totally different one uh, from last season, to say the least. Um, I think at the start of the season, we never really knew what we could be capable of. I think we knew anything could be better than what we had. Um, but obviously with Ange, there wasn't a lot of... Um, kind of understanding that he was going to do good things at Tottenham this so early on. Um, and I think it's crazy how in the space of a couple of months, all the fans are singing his praises. I mean, even against Chelsea, obviously, where we had that awful defeat at home, everybody was singing to the very end. Now, last season, people would have been walking out uh, as soon as we had those two red cards. So he's totally changed um, on Tottenham. I mean, people say that we've got our Tottenham back. I think that might be a little bit too far uh, at the moment, but it's definitely a nice position to be in. It's definitely a breath of fresh air from last year. And, I mean, from an onlooker, as a Villa fan, you know, looking at Spurs from a distance, it feels like it's a very difficult club to manage with whatever goes on. And, you know, there's an expectation. You're playing London, there's Chelsea, Arsenal, you know, Arsenal are absolutely flying. So it's not an easy job to go into really you fans have got an expectation on probably where you should be that the type of football you should be playing that the level that you should be playing at say Champions League so when Ange came in were you all pretty happy with it or were you sort of like oh, I don't know about this I don't know how it's gonna go what what was the feeling when he came in I think most of us me included were like really is there not somebody else that we could have gone for and i think all of us have totally been blown away the fact that we were so wrong and the fact that we shouldn't have been this kind of upset that we brought in someone like Ange. not necessarily somebody that's a nobody but whether he can do it in the prem um we know he's done it at celtic and other places before but it was really if he could make that jump um and i think all of us can hold our hands up um and say that we were kind of wrong and i don't want to say us spurs fans kind of get above ourselves sometimes but i think there is that kind of element of We've been in the Champions League before. We expect this. And I think that kind of comes from the whole Poch era in a sense that what he brought to the club, that kind of boosted our levels, if that makes sense. Um, whereas now we just want to get back to playing the Tottenham way, if that speaks. And I think Ange is, well, we've shown it already. He's the man to do that with Ange Balls. Everybody likes to joke about it. And the fact that he's managed to bring fans and players and the club back together, because that is something we totally missed last season. 
I think when when there is success, it brings expectation, and you know that expectation when it goes below sort of what fans expect from their club, then that's when the fan base starts to get a bit disjointed. And I can understand that's you know what probably has happened at Spurs because, like I said at the start, you've been in a Champions League final, etc. You've been in the Champions League, and then when you're not, it's like, well, we want to get back there, and like. It, even for Villa, it's like we're, we're trying to aspire to get back to being that club that's in a European conversation. So we're trying to, you know, keep going as well. So before Chelsea, I imagine Ange could do no wrong. He was sort of coming and everything that he was doing was working a treat. The football he was playing was brilliant. Your um, new signings were brilliant. Van der Ven, you know, Vicario in goal. It felt like everything he had to save, it was like a worldy save and nothing was going in and Madison's been instrumental. Basuma's been, you know, that Basuma of Brighton. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's all been going really good up until Chelsea. After Chelsea, we've got injuries, suspensions. It feels like this is the first big test for Ange, the way in which cope and adapt and... and get through this tricky period. So uh, how's the fan base feeling right now? Um, that's a very good question. I think we're, I wouldn't say we're scared. We're just worried um, in the sense, obviously, losing Mickey van der Ven that's been incredible so far this season and just slotting straight into that centre-back role that we've needed for a very long time. To lose him through injury is just a massive blow. Uh, and then, obviously, Romero with his hot head, losing him at a crucial time too, when, obviously, we've got Hughes and Man City coming up. Uh, it's just a pain in the bottom, really. That's the best way to put it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, we've seen the likes of Davies and Dyer come back into the mix, mm. the, the old guards, shall we speak, and they're just not cutting it. And that's what mm. really worries me. They, they can't do it in an Ange system. Um, and that's why having Romero and Mickey van der Ven is so vital. I mean, you've man mentioned Madison as well. We've needed a player like him since Ericsson left. Um, and we finally got him. And then boom, uh, it's another injury. So, yeah, it's a very tricky period. Um, it's one that I think all of us kind of didn't want to happen. But we knew this Ange train wasn't going to ride this well for so long there was going to be a few bumps I just don't think we wanted them all at the same time yeah and, and we've just touched on some of the new players but you know the recruitment feels like it's been really good and, and, and I think kind of Villa have seen the same we've you know we've got a way of playing and we've recruited for the way that we want to play and you know you look at Van der Ven you you know your high line is quite high at times, very high at times. But you've got someone that's got sort of like a turn of pace in his recovery to sort of if a player gets a bit of a run on, um, I don't know, on the team, that he can sort of mop it up and, and, and do so well. So it feels like the recruitment's been good. Um, and, you know, again, Loris is still there, but Vicario's come in and he's doing fantastic as well. So... You must be impressed with some of the signings that he's made as well. Oh, definitely. I think every Spurs fan, if you ask them, how do you feel about transfer windows? We probably sit here and say we never like them because we never get the players we want. Or not necessarily the players we want, the players that we need. We've been screaming out for someone like uh, Ericsson that we obviously missed. And then it's taken us, what, four years to get someone in like Madison. So, yeah, I think we are very happy. It feels like there's actually a plan this time rather than mm -hmm. going and getting a young player and hoping they're going to be good. I think we've only kind of done that with Ashley Phillips. But then again, Ashley Phillips fits into the AM system. So I think we have done very well. I'm just hoping 
in January we kind of pick the gaps that we've kind of got, especially with the injuries that we've managed to pick up as well. I think it'd be a good time to kind of recruit. And I know it's very hard in January, but I think if Ange manages to, to I don't want to say sway Levy, but we all know what he's like, to get those extra players in, I can't see why we can't carry on and push on and hopefully get through this this tricky period. How how do you think that relationship is? Because, you know, we've all watched the, the Spurs documentary on Amazon and saw how Mourinho kind of was with him a little bit. And I know it probably doesn't paint a great picture, but how, how do you feel like Ange... So how do you feel like Ange talks to Daniel Levy? Like, what, what do you think he talks to him like, you know, when he talks to the media and he's like, you know, this is the way I play and, and he, he comes out with that sort of stuff. Like, well, how is that relationship? Because he's obviously had Mourinho, he's had Conte, he's had Nuno Espirito Santos, but he was only there for a little bit. He's had, <laughs> he's had Poch. So do you think, because I kind of feel like maybe he's going to warm to him a little bit. Mm. And and sort of like just change the way he's. How how do you think it is? I think this the the kind of system at Spurs has changed over over the years. We finally got play. Uh, we finally got people in the middle of Ange and Levy. Levy's very much he's trying to have his hands in all the whole kind of football matters, and we know that he's not very good at that. Um, and I think mm. having a director of football come in. Um, obviously I know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Don Fabio, as we like to call him. He's a, he's a been a little bit, a bit of a naughty boy at the moment, so he's kind of in the in the background. But we've got we've got someone else to come in and kind of do that job. So I think that dynamic has kind of changed. Um, but I don't think the way we see Andrew's football doesn't change for no one. I don't think he changes his personality or the way he talks to to people for mm. anyone. So he probably just calls him mate all the time, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is funny to be fair. So aspirations then i know sort of you know going on that big run it's probably got everybody being like we can get top four it's gonna be easy um where where do you where are you at where where who do you think you're competing with what position you know are you trying to get to at the end of the season see it's very difficult because now we've hit this massive bump in the road it's almost like how far can we get and sustain it um i think at the start of the season all of us were just like we just want to play football again we want to play the way the Tottenham should be. And everybody, I think, was kind of in the region of maybe sixth or fifth. Um, I think the way we started, I'd probably sit here and say I'd like to get top four. But again, the Premier League is just all over the gaff um, every year. Um, and I think it's a real struggle uh, to try and stay up there. But like you say, you've got Arsenal, the likes of City. I mean, Arsenal, I, I don't think they're even playing to their best ability yet. And I think that's the worry thing for us. Uh, the fact that we started so well. Um, and they haven't necessarily, but they're still picking up the points. Um, so, yeah, I I want to say top four, um, but it's very hard to say this early on. I'm going to sit on the fence. <laughs> yeah. And are you watching Bayern Munich or not? No. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say, I was like, he when he left, I was like, that's it, he's done. I'm not going to watch him. But no, I can't not love Harry Kane. And I think that's the thing as well, actually, at the start of the season, to lose someone as massive as Kane. And everybody laughs and jokes and say he is Mr. Tottenham. That was a massive thing, not only for Spurs fans, but but Tottenham in general. And the way that we started the season, it was like, not as if he was never there, but it was like a whole different Tottenham team, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the way we've managed to, to, to get over that hill again just shows that maybe this is the season we could push over these. I mean, we could say something different after the Villa game, but who knows? <laughs> Yeah, so let's touch on on Villa then. What what are your thoughts on Villa so far this season? Absolutely bossing it at home. I mean, I'm glad we're playing you uh, at our home um, because you you have been unreal. I mean, some of the the score lines you've had as well is something that 
watching Andrew is something I want to see, but we haven't really had that yet so far. So I think you're doing really well, and that's what really worries me with our defence at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I, I am sort of like licking my lips at sort of Davis and Dyer against the Arby and Watkins. I mean, I just got visions of how it can play out in my mind, but we'll have to see. It's going to be a difficult game. So how do you expect it to go then? Um, because I watched you against Wolves and I, I thought you was okay. I felt like Wolves were quite good as well at times. You know, there was a, they were breaking through or transition quite a few times. It was quite open at parts. So um, yeah, is a doji out or is he back or... I think he's I think he's got a muscle strain or something and he's potentially going to be back for Villa but I don't think that's 100% um I mean if he's back that would be amazing because I think we need a bit of pace to say the least anywhere in that back line um but yeah I don't think he's ruled I don't think he's ruled out um but I don't know if he's 100% going to play sort of thing so how do you how do you see the game going in your head to be honest with you, I think it'll go a bit like the Wolves game. I feel like we'll get a, an early goal like we did against Wolves and then all hell will break loose because I don't think Dyer and Davies are going to have the legs to be able to, to carry on. And the thing is, without having Madison, we don't really have a creative player. So if something happens, it's going to be from a mad high line and we somehow break through you. Um, I don't think we're going to have a lot of chances, again, almost like the Wolves game. And I think where... Watkins has that potential duel against Dyer. I mean, his position is all over the, the place at the moment with Dyer, so he's going to have a field day. Um, my only hope is that Vicario is like Spider-Man and manages yeah. to, to save our bacon. But apart from that, I think it's going to be a, a big struggle for Tottenham. I want to say that we're going to come and get, but I, I don't think we're going to get three points. I think I'd be happy with the draw um, with you. Obviously, with your home form's amazing, maybe not so much your waveform. So that's the only the, the straw I can hold on to, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's going to be uh, a fascinating. I think there'll be a lot of goals. I, I just yeah. think they'll, they'll, it'll be sort of quite chaotic, like you said at, at times. I think it's going to be just a little bit mental and um I kind of think it's going to be, we've been saying this because we've done our Spurs preview and, and predicted lineup. It's going to be interesting to see if Ange changes anything formation wise. If he, if he sort of kind of realizes that, especially those two players at the back, can't really do what the others do and whether he sort of reigns in a little bit but I don't think he will because you know you know he said those things like it's just how we play you know so uh I think that's just how you're gonna play isn't it and attack attack and yeah try and attack some more so try not get uh, a bit part of the pack with Tyron Davis yeah yeah so um yeah it's been great talking to you Holly it's great to have you back on our channel anyway and um, you know, I, I think watching Spurs, they've done really well this season. I think everybody likes Ange, don't they? You know, he's just he's just he's just a real likable guy, isn't he? So uh, I wish you well for the season as well. So thank you for coming on, Holly. No, thank you very much for, for having me on. Like I say, I think the, the game is going to be an interesting one uh, for both parties. But no, thanks again, and like I say, good luck for the rest of the season, just not at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> See. You.